Greetings, people of God, and welcome once again to a beautiful and glorious day. I know you've all diligently prepared yourself with prayer and with seeking the Lord, and you've come to that place now where you are ready to go into God's presence and receive the Word of God. But just before we go into that Word that God has for us today, on this special day, it is indeed a special day, as today we celebrate the father of our movement, Prophet Shaiju Matthew. Our spiritual father has done nothing else but lead us and point us directly to Jesus, or how to run after Jesus more. And today we want to celebrate and thank God that God gave us in this generation a father and a voice that speaks from his heart and points a generation of people to the Lord. This man of God has been used very mightily around the world. And we want to be grateful and demonstrate our gratitude this morning. People of God, as we go into the Word, would you help me honor and celebrate properly the birthday of our prophet and our man of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew. Happy birthday, Prophet. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. You know, Prophet, many people have been messaging us and have been asking, you know, what can we do? We want to honor the Prophet for his birthday. The, so many people have been going out of their way with different ideas. And we know that because of the lockdown, it's been a little bit difficult. But you know, with all the years that, that the Lord has given you. I want to thank God for lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, when I found out that there will be a lockdown, I was like, thank God, thank God. I want people to know that that it is <laughs> I really expect nothing but they continue to be the best Jesus lovers on this planet. That to me will be my birthday gift. <laughs> that I'm telling you, I feel other than missing the opportunity of seeing you in person, I am actually delighted that <laughs> there is this lockdown. <laughs> so whatever gift you're planning to give me, you can celebrate it in your house, take care of your children, take care of any needy people around you. And uh, let's just try to move God in an unprecedented way. If I may, Prophet, um, I wanted to ask you, every year when it comes to your birthday, I've noticed that from what I've seen is that a lot of times you you would draw and you will do something different that people don't see on your birthday. And I'd like to ask you, what is it that you do on that day where we celebrate you and you celebrate the year that God has given you and where He's taking you and the goodness of God? What is it that you do? I'm uh, first and foremost a Jesus lover who has enjoyed His grace and mercy. So there's very few things that I have really want in my life. I keep it narrow. And I die to everything else. <laughs> and uh, if I can just be you were asked a tough question. I don't want to reveal too much. When I remember this time in Malaysia, I had a conference and I had this great man of God who was preaching right after me, next day. So I, I was opening up for him. It was a big honor. I think I was 19 or 20 years old. I don't remember exactly how old I was. And uh, it's Renard Bunke. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, 
it was a big big uh, honor so the host told me said listen you're going to get to meet him and everybody was excited he was coming in so the day arrived when he 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 was there I walked into this ballroom there was so much of attention say okay and our bank is coming and everybody was passing cards business cards networking mm. passing their phone numbers with each other and i remember i entered there and i told the lord i really want you for everything that the world can offer me at that age i was being offered something that many couldn't have achieved i said doesn't excite me lord what excites me is if i can have you so i told the the people that were with me i said give me a minute i'll be back obviously they respected that and i slipped into the crowd went to the the back of the ballroom way in i remember I found a table that nobody had taken because it was next to the door. I sat there. It's a little corner table. For the rest of the evening I just sat there with the Lord Jesus. The Lord this is where I want to be. That is where is the most safest place. Everything else has to follow you. I believed it then I believe it now and that's because I know that with all my humanity mm-hmm. that the Lord Jesus sees my heart what you don't see he sees and for me when you ask about the birthday my wife she's like what do i get you that uh, you don't already have she said i know she said you would like a ticket to zimbabwe <laughs> yeah the closer we can walk with the things of god it's the best thing so i want to thank god for that no Thank you for answering the question, Prophet. You're welcome. Prophet, we're very hungry to hear what God has in store for today. You know, we've been preparing ourselves for this moment to hear not just any voice, to hear the voice of God speak to us. The Lord will speak. We are listening. There is a God that speaks. We'll continue with what we started last week. There's so much in that scripture. We were meditating Psalms chapter 1. You will be surprised how much we can eat from that one verse. In fact, to the extent where I have to hold back certain things, this will be too much. so there are levels and there are dimensions that is why jesus said to outsiders i speak in parables but to my disciples i speak the secrets yeah. so so remaining a public platform i sometimes i hold back from sharing certain things that may not may not make sense to many people because they find it hard to understand certain things that we share now so sometimes when you see people want to argue you you realize it's futile because when people followed Jesus to argue mm. he didn't give them understanding yeah. he responded to them tactically because explanation goes to people that are sincerely asking not those that want to 
prove to people that you are more wrong. They don't require an explanation. In fact, the best way to do things in the body of Christ is not me proving that this pastor is wrong. Mm-hmm. If we go down the way, yeah. we'll have a huge list. Mm-hmm. In fact, what then I can do is I can bring that right teaching. And then we'll all follow that right teaching. Mm-hmm. That is why you see how the disciples were careful not to build upon another man's foundation. Mm. Yes. So that is why you see Paul very careful. Say better we part ways and go and do as the Lord is assigning us to do. And we are answerable to the Lord. Prophet, if you don't mind, I have the verse here you're talking Go about. Ahead. It's in Romans chapter 15, verse 20. And it says, Yea, so, so have I strived mm. to preach the gospel, mm. not where Christ was named, mm-hmm. lest I should build upon another man's foundation. Ah, so he's saying that I'm not coming to preach more mm. where it's already preached. Yes. That's the easy work. Mm. Already somebody has worked hard. already somebody has toiled yeah yeah so now that somebody has done the hard work now that you see success it's easy to come and sit on it and say ah no 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 don't listen to him listen to me you are not the one who worked mm. yeah so he's saying it's that's disrespectful so i am going to go and build where christ is not heard yes yes so and if what you're teaching is a better interpretation mm-hmm. and people will come but we should not be so high minded to assume that people don't have the capacity to discern mm-hmm. and only you do yeah. that's not right so that's why i like to stay focused on what i'm doing mm-hmm. don't want to because i'm not called for everyone I have made peace with that that not call for everyone yeah so i speak to those that god has given to me for them to grow better in the lord amen for them to be rooted in christ i think we have succeeded well in that mm. we have raised a group of people that ferociously love Jesus. I believe that. Yes. Prophet, we want to thank you because you truly have only pointed us to Jesus and you've only pushed us and taught us how to love Jesus and pursue him more every day. Whether you were there or not, you said that. <laughs> Look to Jesus. So if you're rooted in Christ, then my jacket is not a distraction to you but if you're not rooted you're distracted even by the tie that your neighboring church pastor is wearing because mm. your eyes are not on the lord yes. so everything irritates you bothers you because you're not a rooted christian <laughs> <laughs> when you're rooted you have no time for all that you focus on growing in the lord mm-hmm. so i want to thank our people for not being distracted in any ways and that you are focused on Christ yes thank you psalm chapter 1 and uh, we start with verse 3 again yes psalm chapter 1 verse 3 and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper so whatsoever he does he shall prosper great prosperity in jesus mighty name amen 
there's so much to this there's so much to this i hope you're prepared to go on a journey this morning i hope that you have settled down you have your notebooks even your physical posture is prepared to hear what the lord is speaking we will ask the lord to lead us step by step week after week that's my assignment to see god so that he will lead me to lead you as he wants so pray for me yes so pray for me when you see the scriptures talking about this tree many times we think that this tree is like a tree in the natural realm mm. but what we need to understand is a scripture is not limited to a natural perspective yes when the scripture writes especially when a man is carried by the spirit and he begins to speak mm. by the touch of the lord mm. he begins to speak what may sound like a natural language to those who hear him in the natural realm but for those who hear in the spirit he brings forth he articulates an information that is from the spirit realm amen so that is the first thing that i want you to observe in this verse this tree that he is referring to is not a merry tree that is found on earth this is a tree in the spirit in order to understand what i'm saying pay attention to this everything in the natural has a parallel of spiritual yes okay but it is not the natural that comes first yes come on it is the spiritual that comes yes, first yes 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 so what you and i consider as reality is only a shadow of what we don't see come on so you're looking at this tree but is it really how we perceive things mm. because a tree in the spirit responds differently from a tree in the natural it has some traits the way god created man in his image and likeness image and likeness mm. image visually what you see yes. and likeness in his character and yet we see man being very limited mm. why because that man the fallen nature of that man is now trying to go back to how he was ordained to be in the first place yes yes, yes. that is the same in the natural realm that is the same with the earth even though everything on the earth was created as a replica mm-hmm. the fall of man has introduced certain limitations where the bible talks creation groans for the manifestation mm-hmm. yes. okay it grows for the manifestation of sons so even the creation itself is it's it groans because it sees that there is a, a mantle of limitation mm. 
that is stopping it from functioning the way it used to function in the Garden of Eden. Okay, so I hope you understand this. That is our base to what we are starting today. This is so good. Already so good. So that thing that Psalms 1 is talking about is a tree in the realms of the Spirit. Now the things about the Spirit is the way God reveals to you is the way you receive it. Mm. There are different aspects of who our God is that was revealed to people in different times. God revealed to certain generals in the Old Testament as Jehovah Rapha. He that healeth. To some others he revealed himself as Jehovah Jireh. He that provides. To some others he was Jehovah Nisi. The banner of victory. So depending on who that individual is, and depending on what was revealed to him, that revelation became their manifestation. Wow. So if God revealed to them as Jehovah Rapha, they received healing from him. If they discovered God as Jehovah Jireh, like Abraham, oof, the wealth of Abraham, incredibly multiplied because he met the provider, not the healer, the provider. Yet he was both the healer and the provider. But the part that which he met is the part that sustained him. Mm. That is why in the body of Christ, you find all kinds of people and they experience God in different ways because they have met that facet of God. Mm. So you cannot take them to a dimension, to a realm that they have not met with. Oh, oh. That is the problem. When you see people trying to argue where you are and you are hoping to bring them to where you are. And the reason why you fail is because the, the facet of God that they met mm, mm. is not the facet of God that you have met. So a same verse can mean something to a believer. At the same time, the same verse would mean quite a lot to somebody else. To one believer that was just talking about how even in your poverty, God is going to keep you alive. And to another believer, that verse would mean that impossible for the spirit of poverty to touch you. Depending on what you encounter, that encounter now becomes your reality. So if you study the strength of this tree, if you study the success of this tree, you will notice that this tree is not planted by the river but that this tree is planted by the rivers. Oh. Because if you're planted by a river mm. that is in the natural realm, yes. there is a possibility of this river drying up. Mm. Wow. The reason why this tree 
is not limited to a season mm, mm. is because the river that it is rooted at is not a river in the natural realm but the river it is rooted at is a spiritual river that is why that river is is not mentioned in a singularity and it's called rivers that means this is not a normal river so so you 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 need to ask a question how can you be planted by rivers okay yes please read that line again just for our listeners to make sure that it is rivers it says here and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers plural of water so you have to ask the question how could this tree which is singular be planted by the rivers which is plural yes but it's a single tree single tree but planted by by many rivers yes so a natural mind would look at it and say what does this mean was it was it mean that it's an on an island mm. and there's four rivers around it mm. but the word of god has an answer to it okay this god that we serve he is not a man so his language is different so when his, that spirit speaks through a man that man's language of writing is different wow because the scripture is inspired yes so he's not having a bad day of grammar he's inspired by the spirit my goodness that writing is is expressing the character of the real author my goodness so then you have to now focus on the author and say the real author that is behind this text and ask why would he say rivers the god that we serve i've said this before is a multi dimensional god yes mm-hmm. he is not limited to one dimension he is not limited to one level he cannot be put into a box of layers he is beyond that and that is why you will see the book of isaiah chapter 41 verse 18 please prophet i have it here as you were saying in isaiah chapter 41 verse 18 it says I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. So you will see that language of God. My goodness. That chapter is a very prophetic chapter. for those who believe that are connected to this ministry study that chapter that is your dna so god is speaking and saying this is the promise i'm giving you he said i'm going to give you rivers and i'm giving you streams and i'm giving you fountains this god that we serve is not limited to one not limited to little but he deals with much he deals with plenty yeah. that's who he is yes. when he made the planet he did not make one come on when he made yeah. the stars he did not make one when he made the light he did not limited to one When God begins to create you will see even with Adam 
and eat mm. he commands to them and say multiply yes and replenish the earth so only with them he gives them the mandate and the task of multiplying mm-hmm. and there are the reasons for it and we won't touch that this morning but you're seeing the nature of god when you come close to this god people of god when you come close to this god that you serve you are meeting the god of multiplication the five loaves and two fish when he touched when he blessed it multiplied when hagar was leaving abraham he gave her a flask of water which abraham being a wealthy man he was being generous to her so gave her a a whole flask of water yet that could not sustain her halfway through the desert the water is spent she begins to cry out to god when god heard the cry of her seed oh you see god opened up a well for a little boy that was crying how difficult would it have been for god to send an angel with a flask of water or two flasks of water mm-hmm. or say 10 flasks of water on a donkey instead he provides a well wow that can sustain itself that they can come back to that point mm. of encounter that point of encounter where they will find water again and again and again and again but that water is at the point of their encounter it cannot be anywhere else so now i'm answering you a critical question where is those rivers those rivers child of god is at the point of your encounter every time the voice of god comes to you every time the cry of the seed reaches the ear of god an encounter is released and that encounter gives you a location a gps location of a river where no matter how exhausted you are no matter how far you be if you can come back to that place of hearing god if you can come back to that place the word of god if you can come back to that place of the now word mm-hmm. the spoken word of god you come back to that location you will find that water again you will find that water again John 7:38 John chapter 7 verse 38 He that believeth on me as the scripture hath said Oh God yes go one verse above that 37 please Yes verse 37 In the last day the great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink the last day of the feast They're having great celebration man of god mm. plenty of wine plenty of natural water they are not hungry they are not thirsty they are being entertained very well oh 
is the last day of the feast. So there is yes. great joy. There is great celebration. They are lost in their own world. When our Lord Jesus Christ stands up and the Bible says, he cries out. He cries out. He cries out. There is a reason why he says he cries out. It was not an ordinary sermon. It was not, they asked me a question, let me give them an answer. He rises up and he lifts his voice. He's pleading for their attention now. He's trying to get their attention from all that distractions of the world. And he's bringing their attention towards him. The Lord has been trying to get our attention for a long time. But our eyes don't see him because we are distracted by the shiny golden palaces of this world. And our ears are not able to hear him because it is filled with the voices of this world. And our hearts are not able to fine tune to his voice because we've never tuned into his frequency in the first place. And so here he is, standing and crying out because his creation is so lost. His creation is not hungry for the right things. His creation is so full by things around them that they're not really thirsty for what is really needed. To that generation, things of God are not exciting. To that generation, where things of God is a burden. Where a service, if it goes a little too long, it becomes a burden. Where church has become a chore. To that generation that is looking to get out, he's looking that they come and sit at his feet. That is why Matthew 5, when the Lord Jesus sees a mighty crowd coming, the Bible says, he sat down on the rock to speak. Go ahead. In Matthew 5, verse 1, as you said, and seeing the multitudes, hmm. he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came. <laughs> said, I'm not coming to your house to heal your mother-in-law's backache and your cousin's fever and your nep nephew's migraine headache. So what I really want is that you come and sit. And he could go for days, days, Days speaking to them. Days. That is the heart of God. That we one more time find joy to be rooted at the real rivers of God. That we find joy to be rooted at the real feast where Christ is King. So he cries out. John 7, 38. Back in John chapter 7, verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. 
the lord jesus is drawing their attention away from the feast to himself and he's saying if you believe in me out of your belly shall rivers of water flow what jesus was offering to them is that when i come into their life when i come into their life then i'm introducing them to rivers so now christ in us now the same rivers will begin to flow through us the king james version says belly and um, the the other translators were probably not comfortable with belly so they said you know let's make it heart but the fact is it r- refers to the deepest part of you mm. and the deepest part of you is the spirit yes okay so we have the body then the soul and then the spirit mm-hmm. okay so the deepest part of you is is the spirit so when you when the scripture talks about the belly of the whale yes it's talking about the deepest part the belly of the ship mm-hmm. is talking about the lowest part of the ship yes okay so when the scripture talks about from out of your belly mm-hmm. so thank god it is not talking about the biological stomach <laughs> it's talking about the deepest part of you the deepest part of you is the spirit you okay so he's saying that now from that spirit shall rivers mm. of water flow yet man of god we have only tapped into a river we have not tapped into the fullness of these rivers that are inside of us so when the word comes to you you have to understand god is now wanting you to come to the place where now your spirit is conscious about this dimension okay this is something that you didn't hear till yesterday If you're hearing it today it is because the spirit of the lord is giving you an invitation saying look at what i have introduced to you when you came to me you were not introduced to a river you were introduced to rivers that's the location where we need to go that's what should interest us saying If you spoke about it how is it that we are living a christian life but if you compare your christian life after you receive jesus and if you compare your christian life to before you receive jesus and you're not able to see the difference then you have to ask you, yourself are you really living the christian life because before jesus came and after jesus came you are still limited by that debt you still have those limitations that apparently christ died for and yet you are by name by membership by registration you say you are in the new life mm-hmm. yet if somebody were to look at you will they be convinced that you are part of that new spirit life yeah or does your life still look like how it was before yeah if that troubles you then this journey is for you then you need to say lord I want to now my roots to 
tap into all the rivers that is available for me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I want my rivers to tap into all the rivers. Now, I shared with you about Hagar, the location of that water. Now, Jesus said, come to me. Mm -hmm. Read verse 38 one more time. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, uh -huh. out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. From the beginning, Manakur. He that believeth on Be me. Before that, he cried out. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, mm. saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me. Come unto me. That's the word. Yes. He's saying, Come to me. So mm. the, the thing is, you have to come to me. Yes. Okay. And second, go on. And drink. And drink. Go on. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers. Okay, so that's not one thing. No. So if you come to me and drink, you will not be thirsty again. Then there is the next part where I say, if you will believe, okay, out of your belly shall rivers of water flow. So what many believers have achieved is the first part. Now they've come to him, They've tasted the water mm -hmm. and they believe they are saved. Mm -hmm. They're going to heaven yeah. and they're happy and they live the rest of the life in that one stage. So true. So true. Or some of you this year will go to the second part and say, wait a minute. This is not just for me to go and drink. Mm. This is for me to now become the rivers shall flow out of you. Where are the rivers? What are the rivers? How do I tap them? Are you with me? Are you with me? With <laughs> Is the church listening? Every time the word of God comes to you, you are being exposed to a new river. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. Each time the word of God comes to you, He's exposing you to a new dimension. He's exposing you to a new fountain. He's exposing you to a new stream. Mm. And that is why Satan hates people who hear the word of God. That is why he will do everything to stop you from hearing the word of God. Mm -hmm. You watch a two and a half hour movie, you don't blink. Mm. But when was the last time you were able to sit in the presence for two and a half hours mm -hmm. without yawning, without being distracted on a cell phone? Even now, as you speak, Satan is trying hard to get you out of this location. Because right inside of that word is a secret river. Mm. And as you tap into a new river, new breakthroughs are happening. New areas are being conquered. Amen. New areas are being healed. Amen. Because deserts are turning into pools. These rivers, men of God, these fountains, these streams, mm. they have an objective. Isaiah 41.18, that is why it's talking about how the desert turns into pools. Once again in Isaiah 41.18, hmm. I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. Hmm. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. The objective of that river is to convert deserts into what? 
to springs of water. Yeah. So what was one time looking dry and parched? Mm. Every time a fresh word of God comes into your spirit. Yes. Okay, not every time the fresh word of God is spoken, but every time the fresh word of God comes into your spirit. that is converting a certain geographical area mm. that mm. is dry and parched when you talk about wilderness it's talking about a fertile ground there can be no civilization there mm. there can be nothing good that comes out everything dries up yes. there can be no cultivation in that location that ground is going to turn into pools of water where life can be introduced back again yes in springs there's life god is speaking to some people right now that are listening there are some areas that are dry and parched but the word that is coming to you is bringing life into that area amen water is amen. coming back into that area amen so to do that you have to locate that place that god is still speaking to you child of god knowledge of god is not enough you need to take time to pursue the lord until now you begin to hear what he is currently speaking about your situation you need to seek the lord until It's no more just the Sunday school knowledge that is leading you but now you understand what he is currently speaking about the challenge you are facing the moment you hear that can you see it his words begin to swell up dry places all of a sudden is filling up with blue colored water that is just filling up yes in the name of jesus i release grace to you through this video rise from every distraction rise from all the celebration of the world rise from the joys the temporary pleasures that's what temptation is temptation is temporary pleasure long term suffering so rise from those temporary joys and begin to pursue the lord jesus rise from that you will begin to see areas that you had no hope for all of a sudden this water is rising and child of god the more this water comes wherever as it says in book of ezekiel this water flows there will be greenery on both sides there will be greenery it will start exploding so please let me help you understand this so does the enemy okay in the midst in the garden there was a place a location where god's voice was and in that same location there was another location mm. where the enemy's voices and of course this is the most one of the important things i had to learn in my life and both the voices continue to speak mm. now it's the health of that believer that will decide to which voice they are attracted so you see if in her loneliness in her isolation when she did not have the presence 
of the Lord or when she did not have the presence of her husband in that absence she is drawn to a voice she should have never listened to mm. so if you observe your spirit mm. nobody can stop you that's your choice depending on where you are you will see where your spirit is being pulled to that is why it's so critical that we work on our hearts on our spirits locate the insecurities in your spirit locate the offense in your spirit you have an expectation from your pastor or your prophet or your spiritual father that is not healed you have kept an expectation that you should have only kept on the lord jesus and now you are angry now you are offended now you are upset and now you don't deal with that offense so so even though you have a wife this unforgiveness towards her or your husband and then the enemy finds you in that location where you are not wholesome where your spirit is not healed and automatically takes you to a place where the negative voice of the spirit now starts affecting now you start asking maybe they are right maybe i have to listen to what he's saying maybe why because the enemy knows that if i let her stay near this voice i'll never be able to influence her so i have to intentionally create circumstances offense unforgiveness insecurities that will cause you to be isolated and once you're isolated mm. you can't easily discern the voice that is speaking to you wow pay attention to your spirit today you see the same thing happening with peter as long as peter was with jesus near jesus he was protected even with the worst scenarios he was protected but at the the moment the bible says he started following jesus he's still following but at a distance yes that's what happens to a believer that allows offense in their heart wow. that's what happens to a child of god that is carrying a disappointment in the spirit that is unfulfilled desire mm-hmm. in the church and now instead of being in the river you follow you're still following you're still a member but you follow at a distance and then you wonder why you having mind attacks somewhere you are loved at a distance somewhere you did not deal with a certain emotion that the enemy planted so from that distance now you can't recognize which is the real voice and the negative voice begins to prevail in your spirit and when that voice prevails man of god anything that was green will now start drying up mm. when that voice is in your spirit when that lie mm. is in your head anything that was good will now start becoming frail weak You got to understand what does a river do yeah. turns the desert into a, a a pool of water yes. where life can be seen mm-hmm. again so what does the voice of the enemy do it does the opposite where there was once life mm. you find death where there was once a pool of water you see the water drying up you see hope drying up you see it becomes a dry place hope deferred makes a heart sick sickness is introduced to that environment wow you see things that are not supposed to happen taking place because satan managed to distract you mm. for a little while yeah. but in the mighty name of jesus that 
breaks in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus, that spell breaks out of your life. Amen. I want you to shout the loudest amen you can in your house right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. What entertainment has been distracting you? That spell is broken in the name of Jesus. What sin has been weighing you down? That spell is broken in the name of Jesus. What disappointment has been weighing your spirit down? I break that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. What discouragement has been making you lie under the juniper tree? That spell breaks in the name of Jesus. What unforgiveness are you still carrying? It breaks in the name of Jesus. Somebody open your mouth and say, Lose my mind. Lose my heart. Lose my spirit. I am free in the name of Jesus. Free in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, the rivers of God are rushing into your house today. <laughs> I Can I declare this? The rivers of God has arrived into your home today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want somebody to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Somebody shout, somebody claps, somebody rejoice, somebody moves, somebody Thank Him. Thank Him for what He's doing right now. Thank Him. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Because His Word has come to you in the right time. You shall not dry, but you shall be like that tree. <laughs> that tree in the Spirit. Child of God. Get excited. Get excited. This word, if I start telling you how much of the weight of God is on this word, be encouraged. Be encouraged. This year, your desert place turned into a pool of water. Once you have a pool of water, you can do a lot of things with that. That, we will continue next week. That will continue next week. Be strong and courageous. This Wednesday, we will continue on the teaching on what we started last week. You have to understand it's a now word that is coming on Wednesday. It's a now word. I would not otherwise. I love that. So you can be sure the Lord is equipping you in those areas. You cannot miss the Wednesday. So get ready. Let me close with this, man of God. Last week I posted about this. I was interceding. Yeah, 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 yeah. How was it for certain things? For certain beloved people, for you. <laughs> While I was in prayer, very distinctively, I saw a vision of a man, well dressed. He has a a unique looking throw jacket and he enters into a, a old time looking elevator mm. you know the one that has metal shafts that you pull yes. he looks calm he looks at rest poised formal attire with a, with a duffel bag, round leather. So you can see, it's almost like he's exiting 
and he enters into this lift and he presses on the button and i see this old lift jerking to go down and it starts with a jerk literally within 2 or and a half seconds the lift comes up abrupt stop the next thing i know this man jets out of this lift with great joy hey. he still has the bag in his hands comes out mm. laughing victoriously hey I want you to know the enemy whatever he plotted in 2020 to let you go down mm. remember the promise word for January not by might hey, hey, hey. no by power but by the spirit says the lord amen you are coming up amen and you are coming out amen into the destiny. Mm. Put your seat belts on. I posted about it. Are you ready for the ride? Yes. yes. It's a prophetic word that came. I hope you saw that. Mm. We have a lot more of good news coming. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. Please. People of God, what an incredible word that we are having rivers in the desert that every parched land of our life is being turned into a land that will be flourishing and growing and once again do take the time to wish our prophet a happy birthday i know many of you are celebrating today with your families in a very unique and special way do participate in that and we'll see you all again on wednesday Sing his praise aloud